From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Bonjour, mes amis. It's a lovely evening for the music of the clarinet, n'est-ce pas? Okay, Francophiles, clarinetophiles, it's time to listen up. This show features all music from or about France. Our performers today are Samuel Noyce, clarinet, Larry G, pianist. Sam Noyce has performed at prestigious international festivals in Assisi, Italy, Frutillar, Chile, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, with the critically acclaimed Forward Four Clarinet Quartet, who have also performed here on Highway 89. Sam's also a frequent performer at the annual Utah Clarinet Festival, whether with Forward Four or, more recently, his wife and fellow clarinetist, Melanie Pearson. Sam spent this past summer studying abroad in Paris, poor boy, to complete a French degree from the University of Utah. We'll be sure to ask him about that, but first, la musique. This first piece, such a gentle beginning to the first movement of the Sonata for Clarinet, written by Camille Saint-Saëns when he was in his 80s, one of his very final and most memorable works.
We've just heard the first movement from the Sonata for Clarinet by Camille Saint-Saëns, his Opus 167. And I did mention before that was one of the last things Saint-Saëns wrote. He felt he had neglected solo instruments, and he wrote just a few of those solo solo sonatas, and they are, have become much beloved. Samuel Noyce, clarinetist, welcome. Thank you for coming to play for us. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, sounds so great. Someone who can play those high tones and make them sound golden like you do. Pure pleasure to listen to, so thank you. So you went to France this past summer studying in Paris to complete a degree in French, but you're doing two degrees, really. Yes. So yes. tell me about. So I started out at the University of Utah with a music edu- music education degree uh, in instrumental education. Um, and then I, I, I did take a two-year pause to serve an LDS mission mm-hmm. uh, in the south of France. Uh, and that's really where, really what sparked my love of all things français. Um, and um, when I got back from uh, from that, that mission, I, I added a French degree to my to my course study and nice. so now I'm finishing up both of them. Will they finish around the same time? Yeah, yeah, I finished both in December. So did you even take your clarinet? I did, yeah, yeah. I think you must ever, you of wouldn't course. be playing this well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got the opportunity to play uh, play a few times, particularly for our host. We lived with a with a, a Parisian who lives uh, in the in the middle of the city and, and played a few uh, a few a few pieces for him just to to thank him, he really enjoyed it. Were you ever tempted to pull out the clarinet on, in the subway, in the metro, and put out a hat? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I must say that I wasn't. Uh, you know, it's pretty crowded. and. Yeah. <laughs> well, where is this leading to? Music education, also your French degree. What is it you ultimately want to do with this? So I want to teach music. Um, that's the that's the that's the goal, and hopefully maybe I can I can teach French as well um, at either the high school or junior high level. Right now I'm right now I'm doing my um, my student teaching down at Corner Canyon High School with Dr. Randall Clark. And that's going well. I'm working with the band and orchestra down there. Nice. Well, was it love at first sight or first hearing with the clarinet? Um, funny you should ask. Uh, so I started playing the clarinet because my, my goal, for some reason that I can't even remember now, my goal was to play the oboe when I mm. first started. Um, uh, I was going to transfer to the oboe, but uh, I remember really distinctly when I was in my, my sixth grade band, the kid playing next to me, clarinet, he was way better than I was, and I heard his tone, and I fell in love with the sound. Mm. And I and and I and, and the funny thing is, he he is now playing uh, oboe. <laughs> and, so the balance of the universe yeah. is maintained. Okay, we didn't lose an oboe player. But we're going to hear another uh, pair of pieces now. We'll start uh, with this Andantino from two pieces for clarinet p- piano by Paul Jean Jean. He lived till 1928. Also, here's our connection, a French composer best known for his clarinet pieces. And I love that every year these, they not only were teachers at the Paris Conservatory, but if you were a teacher, it was like, we also need you to write a beautiful piece every year. (laughs) That's just part of your job description. And so I just think this would be just a little bit of pressure. You play your instrument and you have to also write something really gorgeous for it. So uh, in French, this is deux pièces pour clarinette et piano, two pieces for clarinet and, and piano. We'll hear the andantino performed by our performer today, Samuel Noyce. Mm-hmm. 
We've heard the Andantino from Two Pieces for Clarinet and Piano by Paul Jean-Jean. You're listening to Highway 89, coming to you live. Our clarinetist today, Sam Noyce. Larry G., who uh, we're, we're just calling him... You, He's not really our mascot. He's sort of, he, we were, he's just about our house accompanist because he's been here so many times. We love Larry coming in and bringing us such great artists. It's an all French program today, things written by French composers or with some connection to France. This next piece is by uh, Andre Messager. He's best known for his works for stage from ballet to over 30 operas. Interestingly, he was a student of our very first composer, Camille Saint-Saëns, and we're about to hear a piece he wrote for a contest, Solo de Concours, a solo for the contest, André Méchazet.
Music by Andre Messager, his solo de Concord, solo piece for the concert. We're hearing Samuel Noyce live in studio today here on Highway 89. And I have to say, when I hear fast passages like that, I'm always impressed whether it's a, a string player, but there is this extra dimension when it's a woodwind player, because you have to keep breathing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So you've had five seconds to catch your breath. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, yeah. yeah I'm really impressed. Do you have to go through and actually, you probably have to plan where you even could breathe if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't have a game plan as far as the breaths go, then <laughs> you're dead in the water. <laughs> well, uh, two things. You have been an American in Paris. Yes. And so uh, that relates to the next piece we're going to hear. But the, the George Gershwin piece, American in Paris, I'm, obviously you've heard this. Mm -hmm. Did you ever see the movie? You know, I've seen parts of the movie. I haven't sat through the whole thing, though. Uh, okay. Isn't that terrible to admit? No, no, it's just <laughs> fine. It, it means you have one more thing on your list. There well, we I mostly remember the scene by, by the river there. Mm -hmm. But I'm just wondering, every clarinetist at some point get, has, has to decide, okay, I think I'm ready. I'm going to try the Rhapsody in Blue slide. Do you remember this moment in your life? I do remember this moment. I was um, a sophomore in high school, and... Um, uh, a pianist decided to do Rhapsody in Blue for concerto night, mm -hmm. you know, and so my, my band director handed me the music and was like, well, you'll have to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> help you out there. Luckily, um, I, I, I had a, a great teacher in, in Kathy Pope, the clarinet professor mm -hmm. at the U. She helped me out with it. But. Because some of it is rapid chromatic fingering, but then some of it's just sliding, isn't yep. it, with your... Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Sliding with, with the fingers, but especially with the voicing inside your mouth, you can you can make the pitch go go oh, up and down. Well, you, that, you have to get to a certain level of ability to do that that, that I am unfamiliar with. But we're going to hear this next work. It's called Blues from an American Paris in Paris. So here's our connection. It's by an Italian composer. Michel Mangani, and what he did. Uh, so we're bringing you a piece arranged, uh, written by an American in Paris, about Paris, arranged by an Italian musician and band com composer and orchestral composer, but who also happens to be an excellent clarinetist, which is why he probably knew some of these devilish things to put <laughs> into this piece. Here we go with Samuel Noyce. Thank you. 
That is the blues from An American in Paris, arranged and composed the combination of the two by Michel Mangani. Today, we are so grateful for our guest, Samuel Noyce, Sam on the clarinet, Larry G, pianist. If you're listening at home or just caught part of the show, you'd like to hear the first part or share it, it's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org highway89. Also, follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. Filming is by Abby Vance. And the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>